Welcome to the Root and Remedy podcast, where we discuss all things women's health, hormones, fertility, and body confidence. I'm your host, Vanessa, a woman's health and fertility nutritionist and the co-founder of Root and Remedy Wellness. You can find our courses, free community group, and all other resources at rootandremedywellness.com. Today's episode is all about getting you ready for the holidays. So this is coming out on December 1st. We are ready. It is Christmas time. For me personally, it has been Christmas time since November 1st. I'm a big Christmas girl. If you didn't know that already, now you know. Um, It's my favorite time of year. I love it so much. Holly jolly, all the things. I love it. I literally couldn't love Christmas more. And as soon as Christmas is over, I count down the days until it's Christmas again. I just love it. That's just the way I am. I, I can't explain it to you. But something that I historically have not loved about Christmas is how difficult it is to form a healthy relationship with food over the holidays. And that is what today's episode is all about. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast for a little while or you follow me on Instagram, um, you will know that I previously struggled a lot with my relationship to food. That is what led me to the career I have now. It is a huge, huge, huge cornerstone of all the work that I do. I sing from the goddamn rooftops how important it is to take care of your body, to have a good relationship with food. That is kind of the cornerstone of all the nutrition work that I do. It's always like an underpinning theme of all of the work that I do with clients and what I teach on social media and through courses, etc. Now, Christmas time can be really, really, really hard. And I speak about that from very personal experience. So a little bit about, about my backstory, if you don't already know, struggled with my relationship to food from about 12 years old to my early 20s, like 21, 22, I think was when I really got a handle on everything. Um, and to be completely honest, the holidays were the worst time of the year, which was really sad because I love Christmas. I love the holidays. It's fun. It's exciting. There's so many plans. There's so much delicious food that you want to enjoy. But I always had such a complex um, going into the holidays because I knew that I would feel out of control around food. I knew that I would feel uncomfortable. I knew that I would be struggling with my body, that I was almost anticipating it being difficult because and, and dreading it because... I was just so worried about the relationship to food aspect and it seemed like everything was always easier and then the holidays come around and it kind of all gets pushed to the side and it was only in hindsight once I actually studied nutrition and studied a little bit more about relationship to food and what your body needs physiologically to have a healthy relationship to food to function properly to not need to binge and and overeat and all these things and not have these triggers that I realized so many of the things that I was doing to quote unquote stay like under control in the holidays was shooting me in the foot. It was actually giving me a more difficult relationship to food. And that's something that I want to talk about and reflect to you today because if you're like me and the holidays were historically or are right now a very difficult time for you, we're going to get through that together. And I'm going to give you some really important things that you'll need to know and some non-negotiables that you need to set in place now moving into the holidays to give you a much better, happier, fuller experience because you should not be thinking about food over the holidays. That is the least important thing when it comes to the holidays. The only thing I want you to be thinking about when it comes to food is how delicious everything is. You should not be thinking about what you can and can't eat, the drinks that you can and can't have, if you should or shouldn't be drinking your calories, if you should have a cookie, if you shouldn't have a cookie, 
oh my God, it's so exhausting. You just, you do not need to think about it to that degree and that level. And so if you are not putting these basic principles in place that I'm about to, to share with you, you will feel out of control around food. And I bet you, you are self-sabotaging in ways that you don't realize. And we're going to touch on that together because that being under control and controlling your food is actually going to be doing more harm than good. So we're going to be getting into that together. And essentially, we're just setting the baseline for what your body needs in order to feel good over the holidays, in order to feel good when it comes to what you're eating, how you're eating, when you're eating, all that kind of stuff. So when it comes to food, there are basic principles that are important that essentially set the stage for us when it comes to our appetite, our cravings, things that we will want and won't want, our mindset, and the amount of time that we spend thinking about food. And if you are at a place right now where you are working on your body, maybe you're working on your relationship to food, maybe you're on a health journey, more power to you if that if that's what you're doing, that's great. But I just want you to take everything with a grain of salt around the holidays. It's not that you are throwing caution to the wind and you're like, screw it, it's the holidays, I'll just do whatever, whenever. Like, we don't want you to think about it as a cheat month. That word in and of itself is so damn stupid. It's so stupid. And I talked about this uh, a couple episodes ago with Emily, uh, the episode with, uh, or building a healthy relationship to food. I'll put that in the show notes below. It's so dumb to think that you need to have a cheat meal or a cheat time or that you even have to quote unquote cheat on your nutrition. You don't, you literally do not. All the time, I say your nutrition is like your boyfriend. If you need to cheat, it's not the right boyfriend for you. If you need to cheat on your nutrition protocol, it's not the right protocol for you. And I would rather us reframe it as treating ourselves. We're not having a cheat day, a cheat meal, a cheat whatever. We're treating ourselves. We're enjoying treats. We can simultaneously enjoy sweet things and foods that we love and treats and all these things while still taking care of our bodies. Why do we have to believe and be taught that it's one versus the other? You're either on your shit, you're regimented, you are on the wagon, you're eating quote unquote clean or you're off the wagon and you're just eating whatever whenever and you're you're like, "Ugh, this is all too too much work for me. I just want to enjoy my life. I don't want to do any of this. I don't want to diet." We want to find a happy medium where 80% of the time, you're eating whole foods. You're eating breakfast, lunch, dinner. You're nourishing your body. You're giving your body the prerequisites to balance hormones, to give you balanced blood sugar, to give you energy, to help you sleep well, to give you a sex drive, like all of these amazing things that food helps to nourish your body to do. Well, we're also balancing it by saying, okay, yeah, but we're not restricting these treats, these cookies, chips, etc., in the sense that they have a place in your nutrition as well. It's not going to be as often as vegetables, for example, but they still have a place. There's a time and a place for all of it. There's moderation for all of it, but it is learning how to feed your body properly. That is really, really, really important. And nobody tells us how to do that. So we're going to talk about that because that is one of the main things that you need to learn if you're going to have a healthy relationship over the holidays. And if you don't learn this and you continue to get yourself in that loop of, okay, I'm going to save my calories for the, the treats or I'm going to fast in the morning and then just have lunch and dinner or I'm going to, because I ate a lot of sweets, I'm going to skip my lunch. Like, oh my God, there's so many rules that we're giving ourselves that we do not want to do anymore. And there are some concrete steps that I have found to be so, 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 so helpful, not only in my own life, but also when I do this work with clients because 
for most of us, the holidays are difficult, especially if you're on a health and wellness journey. But the underpinning of this whole episode is just about approaching the, the holidays in a way that feels good to you. So take what you want, leave what you don't. If something resonates, try it. If you're skeptical about something, maybe try it anyways. Try it on for size and see how it goes. And if you don't want to do something that I suggest, don't do it. It's okay. But it's all about building that self-awareness. And the holidays are a really good time to be assessing your relationship with food. Because, for example, myself previously, I felt like I would have a handle on my relationship to food. Maybe I wouldn't be binging and purging and, and struggling for the months leading up to the holidays. But then it would be really 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 hard for me all throughout the holidays and then I needed to check myself and say okay I have work to do I have a lot of work to do so just the first thing I want to ask you and just to to prime you with and you can journal about this you can talk about this with friends you can think about it just on your own how much are you thinking about food over the holidays how much does the holiday on its way like the anticipation of the holiday stress you out when it comes to food are you already worrying about what you can and can't eat are you already stressing out about what your body looks like are you already thinking about when you're going to work out if you're going to try a new diet protocol the things that you will eat the things that you're going to say no to if you're already anticipating that and thinking about all this too much stress too much stress we of course want to consider it in the sense that yes it's going to be on your mind in a small way because there's a lot of temptations there's a lot of things going on especially if you're on a health and wellness journey you want to make sure that you're maintaining your progress and you're taking care of your body and i love that i absolutely love that but we also want to make sure that you're not spending too much time thinking about these things because that's not what the holidays are about the holidays are about joy and spending time with loved ones and family and taking time off work and just like enjoying your life being grateful for life celebrating and the food should really take a back seat in the sense that it's not the thing we want to be thinking about all the time and in my previous history for so many years it was what I would literally only think about and then I would get to the end of the holidays and be like god I was so not present I was not present at the meals because I was obsessing about how full I was, how I was feeling in my dress. Did I need to unbutton my pants? Oh my God. Am I waking up feeling bloated? Am I gaining weight? I didn't get my workout in today. Oh no. Those just are not the things you want to be thinking about. And then I looked back and I I saw, I don't remember the amazing times that I had with my family. I I don't remember what we were talking about because I was so preoccupied with my own thoughts and my own stress and my own relationship with food. So That's why I wanted to put out this episode at the beginning of December so you can get ready for creating a healthy relationship with food. You can start asking yourself these questions now and almost start assessing how am I feeling about food? How is my relationship with food right now? And am I going to have some work to do um, in preparation for the holidays so that I can be fully present and so that I can have an amazing holiday because you deserve to have an incredible Christmas and to come out of the new year saying, you know what? Wow, this was my best Christmas ever because I actually allowed myself to be present. I allowed myself to be happy. I wasn't stressing out about my body and food and that is the most beautiful, liberating feeling. So let's get to that point together. Another thing to piggyback on top of the previous question of are you already anticipating this stress? Are you already thinking about your body? Are you already thinking about the stress of food? Another thing I want you to think about is previously how have the holidays been for you? So just kind of take stock of what things have been like in the past. Where do you already know you struggle in the holidays? Is it the workouts? Is it the food? 
Is it something else? Is it just your body in general? Is it dressing in nice clothes and you feel like you've got nothing to wear because maybe your body is different from year to year? Or maybe this is, I had a client who said that this was the heaviest she's ever been and she's really stressed out about seeing a bunch of family and being dressed up in her holiday clothes and she's feeling embarrassed about her body. So kind of take stock about how you're feeling right now and just, I love to sit with myself. I love to like put my hand on my heart or my hand on my stomach and just take a few deep breaths and think, okay, how am I feeling about the holidays coming up? What stressors are coming up for me? Previously, how were the holidays for me? Where are some areas that I already know I struggle so that I can just be self-aware and move forward into this season ready? ready. We're not playing catch up. We're not going to be reactive. We're not going to be obsessive. We're trying to be proactive. We're trying to get ahead of the curve so that you can have your best holiday experience and then it just get better and better with time. And something to remember is that even if you do the things that I'm talking about or even some of them, it may not be your perfect holiday still because relationship with food takes time. These practices take time. Mindset takes a lot of time. Your relationship with your body takes time. It takes a lot of effort. So don't worry and don't feel like a failure if you still slip into some old patterns or maybe this still isn't your best holiday or you still found yourself really thinking about food. That's okay. Give yourself a lot of grace. Give yourself a lot of patience. At the very least, know that you are working towards becoming a healthier version of yourself, someone who has a better relationship with food and year over year, it will get better. It literally took me up until I think even just the, the past like two to three years, the past two to three Christmases where I was like, wow. I feel a substantial change and it was kind of micro changes up until then. There were almost a decade, like eight years where I felt like crap around the holidays where I was really obsessed. I would have a really hard relationship with food with my body. And then as I started to really progress on my healing journey, it got better, 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 best. And now this is why I'm so passionate about sharing these things because I was in a pit of despair around the holidays so many years in a row and I don't wish that on my worst enemy it is a very painful place to be so that's why I'm very passionate about sharing these things I want to tell you what works what I do with myself what I do with clients these non-negotiables that if you follow them will genuinely help move you in the right direction okay I feel like I've talked a lot about introing the episode let's get into the actual steps shall we okay number one and I put it number one because it is the most important in my opinion you throughout the holiday season must make it a non-negotiable to eat breakfast and a lunch, a full breakfast and a full lunch. Because what do we do? We eat less and we quote unquote save our calories or save our food or whatever for dinner and treats. And we think for whatever reason, and I'm not judging you because I thought this too, that it's better to do this and that if anything, you will have more quote unquote control. You won't. Girl, you will not. You will not. You are sabotaging yourself right now. I'm telling you this without a shadow of a doubt. I know because I've been in your shoes. I did it so many years in a row. They say insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. I was insanity. I was straight up insanity for many years. And I would skip and I would fast all day until like 2 p.m. And then I would say it's all good though because now I already know I'm going to eat a bunch of food. But what this does is this primes you to binge and overeat it primes you to be thinking about food your body is literally starving it is saying girl you usually feed me you are not feeding me I am stressed out now all I'm going to be thinking about are the cookies over there 
are, is the charcuterie over there? Are all these treats, is the Christmas cake, all of the things. And once you quote unquote, allow me to eat, we're going to dive off the deep end. We are going to dive off the deep end. And that's because physiologically, biologically, we are wired to expect food at specific intervals when you've been eating a certain way. So when you usually have breakfast, lunch, dinner, your body learns to expect food. It learns to trigger hunger signals. So if you all of a sudden then eliminate that food, not only are you literally not eating enough food just for the day in general, so your body is literally going to binge later to make up what you've lost, you're going to be way more hungry because your body is saying, girl, you've usually fed me by this point what are you doing and you're going to try to white knuckle through it you're going to try to have quote-unquote willpower and I'm telling you right now once you start eating you're going to feel out of control and this is where you eat to the point of discomfort sometimes if you are like myself you would binge whether that was in private or in public and you just cannot stop eating the desserts the treats the whatever you feel quote-unquote out of control around food and you eat to the point of discomfort, like you really do, whether it's a full-on binge or you're just overeating and then you feel bad about yourself, you feel disappointed, you feel gross because your clothes don't fit and it just starts this cycle again and then you say, I overate today so I'm just going to fast again tomorrow and reset everything. Off, off the hamster wheel. Nope, 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 nope. We do not do that anymore. We treat our bodies better than that. We love ourselves way more. We love ourselves too much to do that. Here's what you're doing instead. Within the first two hours of waking of every single day, but especially around the holidays, you're going to have a high protein breakfast because your body needs that. Your body needs food. We need to feed your body what it needs. This also helps to regulate your blood sugar, your appetite, your cravings, your energy levels, your mental health, literally so many things. And when we take that away, especially if we skip breakfast and lunch, mm -mm, just know, I need you to trust me. It is a horrible idea horrible idea and if you've done it already you know it doesn't work don't don't play me I know you know it doesn't work it does not work you can't tell me otherwise so what does a high protein breakfast look like my personal favorite three eggs with sauteed up with some veggies and some cheese I usually make like a little omelet sometimes I'll do some toast and peanut butter on the side or half a bagel with cream cheese whatever your heart desires or sometimes I'll do a couple eggs and some breakfast sausage I'm really loving the Roe Farms sausages you can get those in Toronto it's from a local company they're delicious they're so good they're literally my ride or die or you can do a smoothie. I'm going to put the recipe in the show notes below. You can do a Greek yogurt bowl if you aren't typically as hungry in the morning. However, the bottom line here is we need to get you a well-rounded breakfast within the first two hours of waking. Super, super important to set you up for success. It is, you're going to want to think that the less you eat throughout the day, the more room you'll have in the evening for your Christmas, whatever, for your snacks and all that stuff. But it's actually the opposite. The more you continue to just eat per usual, you eat your normal amount of food, you have a full breakfast, you have a lunch, you have some snacks, you have a regular dinner, you will be in such a better mental state. You will have so much more energy. You will have so, well, you'll be way better at making decisions and not being impulsive and not having crazy cravings because your body's chill. Your body's like, we're fed. We're good. We do not need to eat 13 Oreos. We're okay. We don't need to have seven pieces of Christmas cake. We do not need to stuff ourselves with dinner because we haven't eaten all day and then do it again with dessert. Your body's chilling. It's like, you've given me what I needed. Thank you. Thank you, Vanessa. I feel good. I feel satiated. I feel supported and nourished. So I'm just going to regulate. I'm going to regulate the appetite for you. I'm going to regulate these cravings for you. It's all good. And when I tell you 
adding in a full breakfast and a full lunch, making that a non-negotiable. So within the first two hours of waking, have a breakfast. Four to six hours after that, have a lunch or even three to five hours, whatever tickles your fancy. Have a full lunch. So we're talking a meat or a fish, some veggies and some carbs. Just make it nice and simple. So sometimes I'll do like a roasted salmon with some sweet potatoes and some green beans. I don't know, something random like that you will be doing yourself the biggest favor having these two meals because now you know you're well fed enjoy enjoy yourself have some treats enjoy your dinner enjoy the alcohol enjoy your sweets whatever you want because you're setting yourself up for success beforehand and i promise you try it if you don't believe me you will already be thinking less about food when we are hungry and when we are depriving ourselves all you can think about is food and especially food that gives you a quick hit of sugar and of carbohydrates. So that's why one of the worst things you can do is starve yourself all day and then just say, okay, I've earned it. I'm going to go eat all these cookies. I'm going to go eat all these treats. I'm going to go drink all that alcohol. Not only is that going to spike your blood sugar like crazy and make you crave even more sweets, it's also going to send you into a spiral where now you're primed to overeat. You're going to feel uncomfortable. And then, like I said, you're going to get into that negative feedback loop where you feel like crap about yourself. The next day you wake up and you do it all over again, assuming it's going to be better. It will not be better. So non-negotiable breakfast and lunch. That is the most important thing. Second thing, adrenal cocktails are your best friend. We want to make sure you stay hydrated. We want to make sure you, you have a lot of minerals in your water. So the adrenal cocktail, if you haven't heard about it yet, it is essentially a very mineral rich water um, that you make yourself with things like salt, lemon, and aloe vera juice. You can also use the element packs. Those are my favorite. I will put everything in the show notes below. Start your day with an adrenal cocktail, move into a full breakfast, three to five or four to six hours later, have a full lunch, enjoy your Christmas, enjoy your holidays, make sure that you're giving yourself that baseline level of hydration and that baseline level of food. The cornerstone here, and like I said, the underpinning is that we are trying to give your body what it needs to thrive, even independent of how you feel about your food. Because physiologically, we need to set you up for success. And then we're also going to set you up for success mentally and emotionally. But if you are starving yourself, you don't have a chance in hell of working things out mentally because physiologically, you will you will never win a battle against your biology. You literally won't. So don't even try. Literally don't even try. Make sure you've got your water, adrenal cocktail. Make sure you have your breakfast. You've got your lunch. And then at the very least, that's setting you up for success. Then enjoy whatever else you want to enjoy. And you will notice, again, you just think about food much less. And it is very, very, very liberating. Okay, number three. We're going to use some journaling. We're going to do some journaling exercises because day to day you can change and you can make adjustments depending on how you're feeling. So say it's the 22nd and you are having a holiday Christmas party and you put on a cute outfit and you're so excited. You're following my steps. You wake up, you have your adrenal cocktail, you have a full breakfast, full lunch, and now you're on your way to dinner. And you actually notice that even independent of the full breakfast and full lunch, when you actually get to dinner and you're surrounded by all of these treats and all of these different foods, you eat really, really fast. You're very mindless. You're scarfing things down. You are drinking alcohol that you don't necessarily even want to drink because you're maybe nervous about the Christmas party. And then you're going overboard on treats. You eat to the point where you're uncomfortable. You feel like you've lost control. You start to talk smack about yourself to yourself and feel very uncomfortable in your body. And then you wake up and you say, Wow, I'm really disappointed in myself. Why did I do that last night? Now I feel sluggish and tired and gross. If you have that experience, we can change that experience day to day. But 
like I said before, we don't want to just wake up and do the same thing all over again. We have to start to ask some questions. And your relationship with food is very unique to you. And it's very complex. Your relationship to food is not only from your childhood. It's usually also from your parents' relationship with their bodies and their food. Also what they passed on to you. Maybe some things that they would tell you. If they ever criticized your body or criticized what you were eating, that's something you take on. If you were ever having a historically difficult time around the holidays, excuse me, you will take that on as well. And it's also the way you felt about your body growing up and maybe the way you feel about your body now. Like I said, if you are at a comfortable or uncomfortable place in your body, that's going to influence your relationship with food over the holidays. So this is now where we talk about more so the mindset and the way you're actually turning inwards, but you're not just saying, okay, this is what I'm going to do better. I didn't like what I did. Here we go. These are the changes I'm going to make. We don't want to be cold about it. We want to pair self-love and self-compassion with a little bit of tough love, right? I talk about this in previous episodes. Only you can hold yourself to the highest standard possible in the sense that you need to be your best friend. You need to be your biggest cheerleader. You need to not only love yourself unconditionally, respect yourself unconditionally, and make sure that you are treating yourself with compassion, but also say, you know what? You're behaving in a way that you're not proud of. And you need to give yourself some tough love sometimes saying you're better than that. I know you're better than that. I'm going to hold you to a higher standard. So this goes for the way you're treating yourself as well. Throughout the holidays, I do not, and I mean in general, but we're talking about the holidays specifically here. Do not talk to yourself differently than you would talk to a best friend. Even if you feel like absolute trash about yourself, even if you feel horrible in your body and you're not liking what you're seeing and you're, you're feeling really low and you don't know why you binged on cookies the night before, don't wake up and then talk crap about your body. That is not what we want to do. That is not going to help anything or anyone. So that is another piece that we have to tackle. Going into the holidays, make sure that you are approaching this self-growth period and this self-reflection period with grace, with compassion, and then with a little bit of tough love. We're going to sprinkle that in there. And this is where I love journaling. And this is why I mentioned journaling before. So in the morning when you wake up and as we're preparing for the holidays, I mentioned we want to ask ourselves, how have the holidays been historically for me? What are some stressors that I'm already anticipating? You can journal about all of this. I also want you to ask yourself, if today or if this this year was the best holiday I had, how would I feel by the end of it? You would probably feel relaxed, refreshed, happy, full, very excited. You would feel like you filled your cup with love and relationships. You would have been very present. Let's start to get you in the mindset of what you already want to experience so that when you navigate your holiday, you have that as an anchor point of, okay, I told myself that if this was going to be an amazing holiday, I was going to be very present. And I've noticed that I'm not present at all today because I'm thinking about X, Y, Z. If that is something that you really want, we also we already want to prime you to be looking forward to it and to be looking out for it. And then that way you can reel things back and say, okay, at the beginning of the month, I told myself that I wanted to be X, Y, Z and I wanted to make sure that I was doing X, Y, Z. I'm not doing those things. How can I get back on track? Or how can I make sure that there are, obstacles in my way that are cleared now or how can I be more aware of what's taking my joy whatever it is we're essentially just trying to put out some feelers of self-reflection and self-awareness the awareness throughout the holidays is really important like I said we don't want to just go through blink and then it's over and we don't have any any happy memories we were just obsessed with our bodies the whole time that sounds like the most miserable holiday ever like let's not shall we 
So in your journal, let's talk about, yes, the things that you want to feel, but also things that you know you do that steal that joy. Because ahead of time, we're going to be able to see, okay, I'm going to try to not do that. I'm going to try to not skip food all day and then obsess over food in the evenings. I'm going to try to not restrict food or treats because when I don't have my aunt's homemade cookies, that makes me sad. And I want to enjoy them, but I want to have them in a way that makes me feel good. So those are a few things that I want you to ask yourself. Historically, how, is the hol- how have the holidays been for me? What are things that I want to feel? If this holiday was the best it's ever been, what, what are things that I want to feel by the end of it and even throughout? And then what are things that I know I already do that steal that joy or that take away from the things that I want to feel? Because I'm sure you already have answers to those questions. You have had many, many, many holidays and probably a lot of them have been difficult if your relationship to food isn't on point or if this is a time when you really struggle. So this is where we want to increase that self-awareness. We want to get those things down and then we want to refer back to them as we're prepping for the holidays. Okay, the next thing, I think we're on point number five. Make sure you have outfits that make you feel beautiful and confident and sexy and gorgeous. Make sure that you have Christmas and holiday outfits that fit your current body. If you look different and feel different and are shaped differently than previous you, do not try to fit into your old clothes from 2019. You are going to feel like crap. Take some time. Take a little bit of kashish and buy yourself one to three outfits that make you feel amazing because you are going to have a really difficult time working on your relationship to food and feeling amazing in your body if you are wearing clothes that don't make you feel amazing in your body. So this is where worth every penny, worth every goddamn penny. Get yourself a new dress, get yourself a new skirt, get yourself a little bow for your hair, something that makes you feel cute. I don't care what it is, but just make sure that you're going into this holiday with outfits that make you feel amazing. Because that is a surefire way for you to start to feel bad about yourself and to start to obsess over food and your relationship to food and what your body's looking like and how everybody's perceiving you and if you should work out the next day, all of these things if you don't feel good in your in your outfits. Whereas every girl knows when you put on an outfit and you're like, damn, I feel like the hottest girl here. Oh my God, like I feel like a piece. This is amazing. You already just feel lighter and happier and more present. You're like excited to go to an event because you want to show off your outfit. Like wear something that makes you feel like a damn queen. Do not try to fit into any old holiday clothes if they don't fit you. Let it go. Your body is new. Your body is different. Dress for the body you have now, not the body you quote unquote want or the body you have or had. Make sure that you are dressing for current you because she is beautiful. She deserves to be rocked out. So make sure that you have a nice outfit or multiple that you feel amazing in. And make sure you wear those to your holiday events because that will prime you to have a better relationship with food, to not feel obsessed with how you're looking and how everybody's viewing you. So that is another really, really, really important thing. Okay, let's talk about exercising during the holidays. One main piece that when I kind of discovered this really helped me was not making the holidays such a big deal. It is such a the holidays hold so much weight they hold so much weight it's this impending doom especially if you don't have a good relationship with your body or food where you're like oh god I'm going to be in front of all these people I'm going to be in front of all this food that I have no control over oh no like I'm going to be out of my routine like it feels so heavy and it feels like such a big deal but what if we took the approach that the holidays are really no big deal 
It's no big deal. Yes, there's a few more parties. Yes, you got to get dolled up a couple times. Yes, there's more treats and more food. That's it. It's really not a big deal. And if anything, it's just more exciting because you get to be with a bunch of people you love and it's a time for joy and happiness and love. But we don't have to have this like dark cloud over the holidays. And I would notice that I would be like, oh my God, like the holidays are coming. What am I going to do? What am I going to wear? What am I going to eat? When am I going to work out? Like, oh my God, I was like stressing myself out, keeping myself up at night. And I was like, it's really not a big deal. Like, why am I making it such a big deal? And when I finally realized and actually convince myself that girl Vanessa like you are making this so much more of a deal than it really is I felt like the grip that the holiday season had on me really dissipated and again I could be a lot more present and I could enjoy it a lot more just at, at a baseline in just in general so when it comes when it comes to working out try to keep the same routine you've had that's it that's it don't work out more to burn off any calories please for the love of God, do not go wake up in the morning and go run for two hours because you ate cookies last night. No, 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 no. We don't do that. We do not do that here. We don't burn off the food that we ate because again, that's now creating this perpetual cycle that you need to earn your food. You do not. If you have treats, wake up the next morning, eat your breakfast, drink your adrenal cocktail, get back to your normal routine. Please do not go try to exercise or punish yourself for the food that you were eating. That is not what we want to do. Not at all. And again, speaking from personal experience, I would wake up Christmas morning, go into good life, go into go work off that Christmas turkey or whatever we ate. Like, God, was that was that miserable? Whereas if you can just say, cool, I usually work out two to three times a week. I'm just going to keep that throughout the holidays. Again, it's no big deal. Just stay on your regular routine. If you need to cut it down a little bit because you've got a lot of holiday plans, so be it. It's okay. Again, even if you didn't work out for two weeks, all your progress isn't going to go away. You aren't going to gain 400 pounds. You will be fine. You will literally be fine. It is not the end of the world. And again, the holidays are not that big of a deal. So ideally, yes, try to stay consistent with eating the breakfast, eating the lunch, having the adrenal cocktail, have your regular routine. Try to continue going to the gym or doing your Pilates or whatever you do to keep yourself healthy and fit. As much as possible, try to keep your same routine. But know that if you fall off, it's okay. And you don't need to use it as an excuse to then go balls the wall in the new year or anything like that. Again, that's going to make your relationship with your body and food so much worse. So try to maintain what you've already been doing. Sweet spot is two to three full body resistance training workouts per week. Try to walk every day. Use this as a time. Maybe go on walks with your family and your dogs and all these these beautiful things. Try to do outdoor Christmas markets. Like you can get exercise other ways if you just want to stay generally active and you can't work out. But don't think that because you're eating sweets and larger meals and other things like that, that you need to work out more. You really don't. You do not. And that will send you spiraling. So please do not do that. Don't do that to yourself. Don't think that you can't eat something if you haven't worked out that day. No, we, we just, I'm just saying, no, I forbid you. We are not doing that. We don't do that over here. Again, you love and respect yourself too much to go down that rabbit hole. So we're not doing it. Listen to me. Hear me when I say this, because that is going to send you in that negative feedback loop of obsessing about your body and obsessing about what you're doing. You won't be working out enough. Then you, you're going to be like, I shouldn't eat that because I didn't go on my run this morning. No, 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 no. We just need to think less about the rules. There are not rules when it comes to earning your food, working out, all that stuff. Just try to keep that same routine. And if you can't, it's okay. Just get back to it as soon as you can. Don't overcompensate if you couldn't work out. 
Just get right back to your regular routine as soon as you can. Again, the holidays are no big deal. I'm saying this 400,000 times. I want you to be annoyed by the amount of times I'm saying this because I need it to sink in because that for so long did not sink in for me and I was still always obsessing about the workouts, obsessing about my food, when, where, how I was eating everything, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, it was so overwhelming. Do not be me. Do not be me. Please don't. It was miserable. I was in a goddamn prison for so many years around the holidays and these steps genuinely work making sure that you have your baseline covered, going inwards and making sure you're journaling about things that you feel like you're doing that are stealing your joy and things that you feel like you're doing that are great and that are helping you have a happier, healthier holiday. And then of course, with the exercise, stay, stay with your regular routine. Don't use this time to get fit and jacked. It just won't work. It won't work. You've got enough on your plate already. So these kind of set the stage when it comes to the beginning steps for creating a healthy relationship with food and your body over the holidays. I will be expanding so much more on these in our live free community session this month. So every month I hold a free community group session where I do a mini training and then we do a Q&A. It's totally free to, to attend. I just do them because I love seeing you guys. I love meeting you. I love getting one-on-one -on -one time with you, answering questions, asking questions, bonding with each other. I also want to say thank you for being part of this community and for listening to the podcast, being on Instagram, always just being so amazing. So this is a topic that I'll be talking about at this month's December's live session. So I will put that in the show notes below and you'll be able to sign up for that in December. And yeah, come join us because we'll be talking about we'll dive or I'll be diving deeper into these steps, but also giving you more for cultivating a healthy relationship with food over the holidays, healthy relationship with your body. So this can be your best holiday yet. So that you will not be thinking about food. You will not be obsessing about your body. At the very least, we'll be putting some steps in the right direction. So you can sign up for free below in the show notes below this episode. I'll also be posting about it on my Instagram. It'll be, I think, next week or the week after. I forget the date exactly. But come join us in our free community group. Ask questions. Let's make this the best holiday for you ever because you deserve to feel amazing to go into this Christmas and holiday season feeling incredible, feeling very present, feeling very happy and full and joyful. And we just want to make sure that we are taking care of our mental health, our physical health, and that we are going out of our way to make this the best holiday we've ever had. So let's do that together because I know we can do it. I know we can do it. We just have to put in the effort. So you can sign up through the show notes below and I will see you at our live group session. Thank you so much for listening to the Root and Remedy podcast. If you like this episode and you find our information helpful, then it would mean the world to us if you would leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcast, whether that's Spotify, Apple, Google, or somewhere else, just click that rating and review button and leave five stars. That allows us to continue to bring you great guests, free information in the women's health field, and get this podcast out to more people who need it. And of course, if you want to explore any of our courses, our one-on-one -on -one services, or any other resources, we have, you can find everything at rootandremedywellness.com.